it's like Hollywood. <laughs> Welcome to my new podcast, Slow Mundane Living. And yeah, I'm super excited to share this new project with you. I've been thinking about it for lots of time. And I really think now is the moment to share and go outside because my work with the slow mundane is not only nutrition it's really a lot more it's slow living it's more intentional living conscious living spirituality human design is now also a new part of it and yeah much much more comes <laughs> there comes always more more to it so i have this yeah this calling to create uh, this platform and share also Oh, yeah, the interviews with very inspiring people. I, yeah, I think they have to share also something important. So my first guest today is uh, Linda from Lisbas, and she she was one of the first coming in my mind when I was thinking about my first invitees. So yeah, Linda, she she's basically I know her since two years, and I coached her first in nutrition, and then she kind of became a guru herself <laughs> kind of and she she's now holding space for other women human design is one of her tools but also yeah kind of women's circles i i, I uh, took part in one of one or two of women's circles and it was beautiful i loved it and i can only recommend it to everybody speaking french to do that and she's just great in holding space and making you feel very very safe Yeah, and yeah, she's also doing now third kind of tool. She's using a third tool, which she will explain us quickly now when uh, after I uh, introduced her. And but our topic today will be human design because, because human design is also very important for me. It was also it changed my life, mm -hmm. honestly, and changes some uh, yeah life uh, people and especially women who have a problem with boundaries and. So it's very very amazing to explore that mm -hmm. yeah and just to say uh, quickly i will also uh, work with design in a different way more human design and digestion i'm still in the middle of learning it and yeah linda she generally working with human design like generally yeah creating a space for everyday life let's say uh for women yeah so today, yeah, this is our topic, human design. What does it do for your life? And yeah, I'm very happy to have Linda here. And uh, if you want, you can also say something Linda. to introduce yourself, maybe something I forgot. And especially the third part you're now working with, maybe say something about this. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah, first for inviting me here. I'm super happy to be here with you. And um, for the little introduction. So yes, just to To summarize, I'm basically passionate about creating spaces where we can just be it all and feel. And so I, because that's also what I want for myself. So I'm doing that with uh, human design, as you beautifully said, you know, because I think it's an amazing tool to really like give ourselves permission just to be who we are. And I also love uh, offering women circles. And I'm also now starting to work with nervous system regulation because I also know that, at least in my case, most of the time what is preventing me from being me are my fears and my stuck emotions, let's say. 
So it's very important for me to also like uh, release the old stuck emotion and work on my and my nervous system so I can just like then free flow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. super super interesting. Yeah, we will make another yeah. podcast episode about this. <laughs> about your yeah. Okay. So uh, today the topic uh, as I said is human design. So what what changed in your life since you discovered your own human design? Yeah, so well, maybe um, say a little bit what human design is first before you know because not every, yeah, everybody yeah, from right. our listeners so, know what yeah. human design is. Yeah. So human design basically is a system that is based on different more ancient systems like for example astrology or the I Ching also the energetical centers and also more modern sciences like quantum physics. And basically it's a tool that really like helps you to yeah to see yourself and to get to know yourself so it's really a tool for self self-knowledge basically which i think is very precious <laughs> and it's a tool that actually comes from the stars so uh, from the cosmos from the stars and uh, because you know it is uh, based to get your human design chart so it's a chart that you read and to get your chart you need to input a date of birth a time of birth and place of birth. And to be honest, the first time I heard about that, I was highly skeptical. I was like, how come my date of birth will say you who I am? You know, I was very skeptical. But I remember like human design came to me actually through you because, yeah, I heard about it like many years ago. But when I saw the chart and it looked so complex, I was like, ah, no, I cannot be bothered. Yeah. It looks so complex. It looks super weird. Why is it based on date of birth? Like, I was like, no. <laughs> But then I was in this coaching with you and I was having gut issues, like and energy issues, like I was having a chronic fatigue and anxiety and many things. And what I liked about your coaching is that it was about food, but also it was also a holistic coaching. So we were talking a lot about energy and also joy. And I remember mm. this conversation with you where I realized, oh, I lost so much joy in my life. And then you mentioned, yeah, you should look up your human design chart. And I was like, oh, okay. It's the second time it's coming to me. Maybe that's something in it for me. And I was, to be honest, so desperate because I was feeling so bad at, at the time. And I thought, okay, I'm going to look. And I had a friend, Natalie. I knew that she had her human design reading already. And I, okay, Natalie, tell me, like, give me recommendations. So she gave me like several contacts and I, there was one that I felt just good feeling about her and I went for it. And what I was saying is that it's a, it's a system that comes from the stars, but at the same time, it's so practical. I find it so, so, so practical. And I think that's why it's really changing so many people's lives because it's something that we can really like put in practice in our life it's not only something nice to hear about yourself but it's really like practical and basically when I had my reading like it it just changed I want to say everything uh, maybe I'm exaggerating but I do feel it changed everything <laughs> So the first thing that it changed is that I got to understand how my energy works. This was like enlightening for me. And I learned that basically my energy is very sensitive to joy. So basically, if I do something that lights me up, it will give me a lot of energy. 
and I will feel a lot of joy and also it will make me also more magnetic so somehow it will also attract you know the right people the right opportunities to me so this was a huge change because it was like my permission slip for joy because you know I grew up I think like many others you know with this uh, conditioning of like ease and uh, I have to and I should and this and that and also like also this culture of like, you know, this belief that says you have to work hard and you have to force and the more effort you put and the best result you get. And when I got my reading, I was like, okay, for me, it doesn't work like that. Like the more I force and the more I get uh, depleted and the less I have energy. And this is how I ended up in your coaching, actually, like being, just, you know, tired and always tired, and I was making so many efforts in my life hygiene, but it was still not working. And yeah, you were kind of in the hassle models. Totally. I was yeah. full on in that mode, and it also took me to burnout, basically. Like a few years ago, I had the burnout. So me not giving space to my joy and just forcing, 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 it was just like sucking all my energy out, like all my juice. And when I heard yeah. that reading, I was like, oh, that's why. It's because I give no space to joy, duties and everything. And then it's just like, it's like I learned that joy is like a fuel for me. And when I don't get that fuel, I'm just tired. and yeah. I cannot do anything. So this yeah. was the first thing. Yeah. The second thing was to understand how my inner works and how my my intuition and how I would make how I would best make this has been like just changed because of course like many of us like when I was making decision I was using my mind I was going in the mind and I was like okay pros and cons and what am I gonna get as a result if I take that action and if I take if I make that decision and with the reading I I learned that I'm not designed at all to make decisions based on the mind those are not like good for me and what works super well for me is actually to tune in into my gut and it was so like funny in a way because I was coming to you for gut issues <laughs> so I like to see it like me not listening to my real intuition which is for me in my gut yeah. brought some kind of like yeah, gut issues on the physical level so yeah, so it really gave me permission to tune more into my body and to really listen to my gut instead of the ideas and thought and thinking in my mind that were taking me nowhere because, you know, I was thinking for hours and then at the end I was still so doubtful about which decision I should make. While with the gut, it's just like yes or no and it's just simple. So it also yeah. brought a lot of uh, ease and joy and simplicity in my life. And not always this guilt. You know, um, also not this guilt, I find. Yes. You know, what is also what change for me is when I, for example, if I feel in the morning at once, actually, I'm not in the mood anymore to go to that dinner, you know, to when, when yeah. you then say yeah. in, the, in the past, I was not able to say, sorry, I'm not coming anymore because I'm not feeling in my energy. Yeah. And now I can say yeah. that without any guilt. And I just think it's actually a service yeah. I'm giving to the person for not showing up in the bad energy. Totally. Because this Totally. it's actually going in the completely wrong sense then and actually it's not a you know as generators we are that's our calling to give energy to others and you are you are not a generator yeah, i know yeah. you are empty but yeah 
So yeah. that was that changed yeah. for me but completely. I, yeah, can relate to that. And I I like what you say about the guilt. It's like the huge also one of the huge change is the guilt. Because for example, me, I'm a manifesting generator and so so like a generator, I could also feel guilty when I allow myself to to do something that gives me joy. I was feeling some guilt, but also like as a manifesting generator, my energy is very like I am wired to change all the time and to do many things at the same time and to move a bit fast. And sometimes I would, you know, start something and then I don't finish it. Or uh, sometimes I jump yeah. from one thing to another one. And I used to feel so guilty about it. I was like, what's wrong with you? Like you like something and then you don't like it anymore. And then you want, I change jobs so many times. You, you know how many jobs I had. And then when I, when I heard in the reading, like, you are designed to be like that, I was like, oh, it makes so much sense. And I can just finally, you know, let myself be like that and pivot when I need to pivot because I just, it's just my nature to explore so many things and to do so many things at the same time. Multi-passionate, yeah. Yeah, multi-passionate. So it, it left a lot of guilt from my shoulders. And yeah. then the last huge change for me, of course, there are many changes, but I would talk just only about the biggest ones. Like one that was huge for me was to learn about, so, you know, in human design, you know, super well human design, but just to explain to people that are listening and yeah. maybe they are new to this, we have centers in our bodies, like we have nine and some of them are set defined. So this is where we will bring our energy to the table and some of them are open and this is where we would receive energy from others and I learned that my emotional center was wide open I know you also have an open emotional center because I looked at your chart and so I think you feel me (laughs) but it was a huge revelation because you know with this wide open center I'm just receiving emotions from others emotions that are not mine and I, I used to see myself like so emotional, I, always something with me, highly, highly sensitive and this kind of thing. And then when I learned about that, I was like, oh, wow, okay. Actually, I'm taking in emotions that are not mine. And then I love that you talked also about boundaries because then I started also to set some energetical boundaries like, oh, okay, I'm feeling something. Is it mine? Not mine? It's not mine. Energetical boundary, I, I just stand it back. Yeah. And this, it removed like a huge weight because I was processing so many emotions that were not yeah. mine. And, yeah. and at the same time, it gives me the possibility to use it, to use somehow, I like to call it like a superpower because when we have this center wide open, we are very empathetic. So we can really feel others where they are and how they feel. But if when I'm taking on other people's emotions, I'm, I'm overwhelmed and then I cannot use my superpower to feel others so when I set my energetical boundaries then I can use my power to hold space for others but without feeling overwhelmed myself yeah without thinking that they're new emotions yeah that's what also what makes a huge change yeah so basically what I see out what you just said is that it uh, helped you to set boundaries it helped you to make decisions in a much more intuitive way and it took away the guilt complete self-acceptance and also the way how you are like multi-passionate and feeling that it's normal for you to hop from one passion to the other and stop that hobby or whatever you are doing (laughs) in jobs you know 
Yeah, basically embrace my, my, yeah. And basically yeah. Uh, it just gave me permission to embrace my uniqueness because, you know, we, I feel that many of us, we are growing up with an idea of what we should be or how we should behave. And then when we find ourselves different from the, from the crowd, we feel a bit uh, like, oh, there's something wrong with me. And then when yeah. I got the reading, I was like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just wired like that. And that's it. And I'm meant to yeah. be like that, you know? So it's just like, whew, yeah. freeing. Yeah, and freedom. if you live that, exactly. <laughs> that's what I found myself so empowering was if I live exactly how I am and supposed to be and designed to be, if I live that design and I respect that design and I communicate this also to my outside world, then I'm uh, meant to be successful and happy. So that was actually just totally. totally. a kind of... Uh, liberation complete liberation yeah. for me yeah it's uh, and also totally to, and also knowing that it's so much easier for me to say to other people what i need because i knew that's how yeah. i am i didn't even feel second thoughts about it and exactly yeah amazing yeah. i i, I yeah i love what you say it yeah you know just say what you wanted to say <laughs> No, I, I was just saying, I love what you say, that it gives also permission to honor our own specific needs because, you know, my needs might be different from yours. And sometimes yeah. it used to make me wrong for needing a, something to be this way because I was comparing myself to others. And yeah. I think that a lot of us are comparing because we are so used to compare ourselves. Yeah. And at the same time, when we learn that we are not meant, we are not meant to be the same, then it also helps to you know, letting go of comparing and just like, yeah, I'm not meant to be like Sarah. I'm meant to be Linda. <laughs> exactly. So I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Also, what, uh, what I find powerful in it also to use it with my kids. But that's another topic. Yeah. Uh, maybe I will do another episode yeah. on that. Yeah. Design and kids. Um, <laughs> yeah. So let's come to the question. Do you think everybody could profit from human design? Kind of uh, already yes, answered it. Big uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. I would say a big yes. But then, of course, it all depends on if you want it. I, what I mean is that it's uh, for people that are really wanting to get to know themselves, I think it help them because it's an amazing tool. There are many tools for self knowledge. And I, I find that this one to me is the one that resonates the most and it's so accurate. So if you feel like you would like to, to get to know yourself better, how you work, how you function, it's like this instruction manual about your energy and how your energy works. And if you also, like me, you know, me, I have this huge craving for free, free to be me. I think it definitely can help. And also if you are willing also to, yeah, to, to practice it because you know it's like yoga you know yoga you can learn about yoga you can study yoga but if you don't do your practice then nothing happens and with human design it's the same you can learn and there's so much on the internet at the moment about human design you can learn so many information but in my opinion it doesn't help to know so much if you don't do anything with it so it's in my opinion it's better to to like you know not focus on the amount of information but focus on, okay, what is really important? And I'm going to start practicing that with baby steps. Yeah. Basically. Taking out a few things of it and then do that. And how does, like, how does your work with human design look like? 
like in practical? Yeah, so I offer basically readings. So when somebody wants to, when, when a woman, for example, wants to get a reading, what I do is that I, I like to work with intentions. I find, it, I find them very powerful. So I would always invite the woman to set an intention with her reading. So sometimes some women, they say, yeah, my intention is just to get to know myself better. Some other, they just, they just want to have more energy. Some others, they just want to know more about some, so this kind of thing. And then I also ask them to share with me like where they are in their lives and if there are any topic that areas of their life they want to explore through the lens of human design. Because I think you know how it is, Sarah, with human design. You can talk for 20 hours on, on a chart. You know, there's so many information, so much to say. And as I just said before, it doesn't, it's not useful, you know, to talk about it for 20 hours. Relevant to you know, to see, okay, where are you today? And then we just like extract from the chart what are the most relevant and supportive information to where you are today, basically. And then you can have another reading when you need something else because maybe one time you will want to do a reading regarding your business. Maybe you will want to do a reading regarding your kids and parenting or maybe your couple or whatever, like myself. <laughs> and then once I have the intention, and I know a bit like what the person, where is the person. I will uh, need from her, so her date of birth, uh, time and place. And then I will pull out the chart. And then prior to the session, I will start uh, digging in the chart and somehow like try to tune in to what the chart wants to tell for that person. So a bit like that. So I will have some preparation work prior to the session. And then once I have done that, we have a session together. So, and we sit for around an hour together where I will share what I've seen in the chart. And also I like it to be like a conversation because I find there's so much magic happening when, when the person receiving the reading is also reacting to it and yeah. saying, oh yeah, it makes me think of this or and yeah. just, you know, there is a conversation. Yeah, yeah because and, otherwise uh, yeah. you just listen and listen and get all again overwhelmed by information and you don't apply it directly on your life so it's very good to directly see like exactly links. yeah links totally links and then after the after the reading i i'm now also starting to go a bit deeper because i also realized that it's a highly practical tool and it really needs to take practice and at the same time it's not that easy you know when we want to let go of some habits that we had for years and starting to implement new habits for all of us, it's challenging. So I'm also like for the ones that want to go deeper, I'm also offering some kind of follow-up sessions. And here the focus will be really on the practice and the practicality of it. So, you know, yeah. how so implementing it, implementing it because moving from the what to the how, because how, but then how do I do it? You know, so it's, it's about that. Yeah. Yeah. You can go deeper. That's amazing. Yeah. Actually, you already answered my fourth question, which, which was uh, how yeah. what do you want to go deeper. So my yeah. next question would be, what is learning you want to pass on to uh, generators and MG, especially like us too? Because I'm a generator and uh, you are MG. What is something you would like to share? Yeah, yeah actually, we had this idea of doing a, like a kind of mini, mini live reading of your design. And I thought maybe it's a, 
maybe we could go into it now and, and then yeah. the, the learning will also come from that because yeah. you Great. know we are talking you and i we know the human design system quite well but i think many people don't know so much it's it's quite new still for some other people we can do in this uh, mini live reading yeah. so people get to understand what is yeah. a generator you know what what on what in the world is a generator <laughs> and then we can go to that question that, that i really yeah. like yeah what do you think yeah let's do that yeah all right so i was saying a reading it takes around an hour so of course we're not gonna do that now so what i'm gonna do is just to share some uh, hints of your design and what i just for the people to know you gave me your date of birth, all the data regarding your birth, and I generated your chart and I looked at it. So let me take my note. So I think what I'm going to say, you already know. Because you're Maybe very yeah, familiar. Yeah, I know that you're very familiar. <laughs> yeah. But in my experience, it, it feels always good to hear about yourself. And it's just so, so I would say just enjoy. <laughs> And uh, I will be, of course, also interested in, in your action. So, so the first thing, of course, I want to say about you when I look at your chart. So, of course, you are a generator. And we talked already a little bit about this. But as a generator, uh, for you as well, like joy really works like a fuel, you know. And basically, for you, the more you are lit up, the more you have energy to do things and to create. And also the more joy you feel, but also this joy is not only for you, you will generate this joy also for the people around you. So somehow when you do what lights you up, you're going to uplift the people around you. So being around you can feel when you are lit up, when you do things that give you joy, can be very, very uplifting. So I remember yeah. when I was having the coaching sessions with you and you were coaching me, I was feeling uplifted, you know, when I was in your energy because you were so excited about, you know, nutrition and food. And then when I was talking with you, I remember I was like, oh, getting a lot of good energy. And that's also what I like. So that's really part of your magic is that this ability to generate energy for yourself when you follow what gives you joy generate joy for yourself and then overflow it to the people around you and they will also feel uplifted just by being in your aura you know yeah. and then also part of your magic is that the more you will maybe you find yourself that when you allow yourself to to follow your joy you will find that not only you have more energy and more joy but also maybe there's happening in your life and some opportunities coming to your way or some people coming to your way maybe you attract more clients because the magic of your aura is that it is man magnetic so when you follow your joy it it builds up your aura and then you will just attract things to you yeah. that you were not expecting but they are just like they are just coming and the thing is that when you do things that light you up it, it can be really like uh, flowing and working and like creativity and everything. And when you force yourself, but you are not feeling lit up, then somehow it's not going to work. So, of course, you can still force yourself and create, but something is going to be off, you know, and yeah. somehow it's not going to work so well. Yeah. So I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to already pause and just see like, how do you feel about that? And just hear a bit uh... so yeah i completely resonate with what you're saying 
Uh, and that's why it's also a great example by, uh, for example, what we said before, like when you are not in the mood, when I'm not in the mood to go somewhere to a dinner or I'm not just feeling my energy, that it's a good thing to not go there because, as you said, if I'm not yeah. lit up and not my energy, then things will be off. Like I couldn't totally. even start. I feel like that I'm even rejecting people. You know, I feel like that there's even a yeah. kind of anti-energy around me or something. So that's why uh, <laughs> yeah. I now always tune into yeah. myself. Is this lighting me up? Where's my joy? How can I improve yeah. this? Even about routines, what do I need mm -hmm. now? And it's so powerful. And also about this podcast. I felt yes. like uh, I wanted to start it yeah. already two months ago or like one and a half months ago. Mm -hmm. And then once I felt not in my energy, and I felt like overwhelmed and in the, not very, you know, in my energy. And I postponed it. And now I feel this yeah. butterflies. While we are talking, I feel like, wow, yeah. my sucker is jumping. <laughs> it's too much yeah. fun to do this. And so, yeah, this, it was yeah, good for me exactly. to and not say, but in my old self, yeah. my old before human design self would have said, no, I now made this appointment with Linda to make this, make this interview. We yeah. have to do it. Uh, and no, yeah. sometimes exactly. it's good to postpone or to cancel things. It's very, it's a service to others and to myself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I completely resonate yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And this makes me want to talk about also um, how you are designed to, you know, uh, create opportunities and how you are designed to make decisions. So, and it's very related to what you just said, like, for you, things might work better when you let things come to you and when you don't go after things. Which is super difficult because we have been told that you need to make it happen and go for it and go after things and force and the more effort, the better. Da, 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 da. But yeah. actually in your design, it's not at all true. Like the more you force, the more you will maybe meet resistance, actually. And the more also you will feel depleted because you are not yeah. designed to work like that. And also you were talking about the sacral. So for the people listening, so the sacral is. So uh, generators and manifesting generators, they are called sacral beings. And basically it's this body and gut response when things are coming to us, we just feel, you know, lit up or not lit up. And for you, it works really well when you dare to that response. So uh, Sarah, do you want to come over for dinner tonight? And then you up, you connect and you're like, oh, no. And then you're like, yeah, but come on, you haven't seen Linda for ages. You really need to go to this dinner. But your, your body is just, no, no, I'm not feeling it. It's not lighting me up and full stop. And then it will yeah. just, so when you dare to honor what your gut response is telling you, and then you set those boundaries yeah. and you say, okay, thank you for the invite, Linda, but not today. I feel today I need to be with myself. Then magic, magic just happens. And those are the most aligned decisions for yourself because then you will replenish your energy. So, for example, I like the podcast uh, example because, indeed, we, we plan to do it earlier. But then you contacted me and said, hey, Linda, I feel like I need to postpone it. And it was amazing because today is, is the perfect day, you know. So yes. it's like your, your, your sacral. Yes. <laughs> so your sacral will, will tell you if it's yes or no. But it will also tell you about the right timing when you have the energy or not to do something. So it's just a magical yeah. tool that you have yeah. in your body. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing to give. I think it's very cool always with human design to give examples. So 
just what you just said, you know, about Linda, Sarah, you know, do you want to come to that dinner? I have a very good example where it didn't work like this because, you know, as you also said, it needs practice. And also even me, you know, I needed a lot of practice to really do it. Sometimes I did it, sometimes I didn't do it. Yeah. So it was, I think, last year, autumn or something. I, uh, I was invited to a dinner and the day before I was not feeling, I just not, was not feeling it. I was feeling the resistance mm-hmm. to go there and I contacted the host and said, no, I'm not coming. Actually, I'm very sorry, but I didn't have a baby visitor. Yeah. And it's true. The universe was telling me all mm-hmm. kind of hints, yeah. you know, not go there. There's no babysitter. Yeah. So she answered. Oh, as you yeah. said, also, I haven't seen you for so long and I would be so nice to come, et cetera, et cetera. And can't you find another babysitter? So I, I reacted against my gut response. I got yeah. like this ball in the gut. No, no, don't get there. And mm. I found another babysitter. Mm. I went there. I dragged myself there, actually, honestly. I came there. Yeah. I didn't feel my energy. I didn't look in my energy and I was not in the yeah. mood to talk. And yeah. So, and it was a not nice evening. She never invited us back because I was not in my energy. So just to say, (laughs) do a service. I would have done a service to say, sorry, no, it's nice. But I really want to see you. Let's go for coffee next week. That would have been the right answer. And this, but you know, it's not a problem to do this, have these experiences because it's learnings. For me, this was a learning again. And since then I'm completely listening to, to this. So. Just a good example. Yeah, I find yeah. this is so important yeah. to understand the practically practicality of it. Yeah. yeah, totally. And what you just shared, I have lived it so many times. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm studying human design a lot and I'm doing readings and everything. But of course, I also find myself, you know, sometimes not listening to my inner authority, not listening to my gut. It, and it's still happening, you know. But then it's just about, you know, catching myself uh, when I'm doing it. Oh, Linda, you are doing it. Now you are forcing yourself. Yeah. And also, it's also interesting in your chart, you have this uh, wide open head center. Uh, you also have the open ego and you have the open emotional. And of course, like, you know, we said that the open centers, you receive energy from others. So, you know, when you have this open emotional and somebody is inviting you for dinner, because you are so attuned to the other person's emotion, you're afraid to hurt her somehow. So you're like, oh, she really wants me to come. I don't feel like it, but yeah, I'm going to say yes, because I don't want to hurt her. Or for example, the open head, it, uh, you might sometimes feel pressure to, to do things like, oh, I need to figure out things. And So it's also really powerful to be aware about our open centers so that they are not in the driver's seat anymore. And then we can yeah. just, you know, drive our lives from our true inner authority. So for you and I, we have the same, it's the gut. For all, some other people, it's something different. Instead of, for example, being driven by the open emotional or the open head or the open ego, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And what you say, like for our readers, what are some techniques to uh, what, uh, for example, I, what could I do to help that you know like to like the open crown for example the open head center are there some techniques in my daily life yeah yeah it's a good it's a good question so for the open center so first of all it's always awareness you know so it's like building this muscle of awareness so maybe my first advice would be if you start practicing your design 
is to start noticing when you are making decisions, not from your inner authority. So for example, for you, not from the gut, but when you are making decisions and actions from your open centers. So just yeah. somehow training yourself to notice it because the more you notice it and the more you can get out, you know, of that pattern that is, that can be, yeah. you know, like a habit. And then when you have an open center, it's very good. Another practical practice is to do anything that will train this muscle of observing your thought without immediately acting on it. Because when we have this open head, we have a lot passing here. I also have this, the same as you, like open, open crown, open head. And we have many thoughts, many ideas. Like the, the, the super good thing about it is that we can get very easily inspired by our environment and the people around us and we can get many ideas and things like that but also we can feel very scattered and yeah. like a chicken yeah. without head really running like everywhere yeah. like that. <laughs> and basically yes so for us it can really help us to practice anything that train us in witnessing the thoughts passing by the ideas passing by and knowing that every thought passing every idea passing is not actually ours and that we can just then tune into our authority. For example, I have an idea passing by. The old me, let's say, before human design would immediately act on it. Oh, I have to do that. But now what I'm doing is that, okay, I'm pausing. And then I tune into my gut. I'm like, do I feel lit up by this idea? Yes or no? If I feel lit up, then I'm going to go and make it happen. If not, then I'm just oh, letting, it, letting it passing by yeah. like a cloud. So, of course, things like uh, meditation can help. But for some people, maybe it's gardening, anything that can just, you know, help you to not be always acting after your thought. Because yeah. the, the open mind is a lot of pressure. It feels pressure to act on ideas and thought. So this can so be helpful, one thing. Yeah. And, for a lot of our yeah. listeners, yeah. Yeah. And another practical thing, also very easy, very simple, because I love easy and simple, because I think this is how we make change easy and simple and a small step so a small step would be also like to do a very very simple to-do list i used to do very long to-do list very detailed and everything and no like if i'm like okay today what are the two or three most important things for me and the things that feel satisfying and that are lighting me up i put them very simple and then when I see that my open mind is, uh, my open head is being dragged somewhere else, I'm like, oh, I'm coming back to those three things that are two or three things yeah. that are important for me today. So you don't do so, more. Yeah. So those are only, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, maybe I will do more, but it's just that this simple list will help me to come back to myself when my open head is taking me somewhere else. Yeah, I think that's Because with so the helpful, open yeah. head, we can easily... We can easily get yeah. be pulled to somewhere else. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I didn't do what, what did, was important for me yeah. because I what got did pulled I actually in do? this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So this simple tip can, I found can be also very um, helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And also setting yeah. an intention for the day. That is something that helps yeah. me a lot in yeah. the morning, setting the intention. What is my intention? Okay. And then always when I want to get scattered exactly. and, oh yeah, maybe I should do that. And maybe then I will say, no, no, exactly. this was my intention. <laughs> That really exactly. helps, yeah. But yeah. I'm also still not yeah. perfect at it. Yeah. You know? Just to say, you know, also being no, a human design leader doesn't mean that we are allowed. Yeah, it's a journey. It's a journey also for it's, 
it's oh, totally no. a journey it's yeah it's a journey and it's a practice and it's totally i guess a life journey you know but i yeah. find it's a very rewarding one i find myself yeah. so yeah so last uh, question how uh, can or work with you you also do you also work in english i guess or only in french because yeah. on your instagram you're mostly it's everything in french so yeah so just to keep it simple on my instagram i just do french also uh, yeah because that's my native uh, language but i definitely have clients that come to me uh, for readings in english so it's it's i also love doing that so basically i think what i will do is that i will give you a maybe a document like a PDF where I put all the information for the people that want to get a, a reading. And then basically it's, they just need to contact me uh, through my Instagram account or my email address. And I will also give you those information. Yeah. Maybe we can put them in the show the, notes. Yeah. The video I will put it all in the show notes. In the yeah. show notes. Yeah. Yeah. In the show notes. Exactly. exactly. Great. Yeah. I'm super, super excited. Uh, yeah, about this uh, first uh, kind of uh, <laughs> very too. important one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, and, uh yeah. for sharing all of this and also uh, the little mini reading so that listeners can really get an, uh, yeah, kind of a little bit of a glimpse how it looks like such a reading. Yeah. And I can only recommend it yeah. to everyone to go into this because it's, it's really life changing. And uh, at the end, it affects. Even that's why I work now. I will work now with it with digestion and food because it really it affects everything at the end. Because even for food, you know, we have yeah. to do choices, and uh, often we do mind yeah. choices, mind-based choices where we think, yeah. "I know, no, yeah. I read in this magazine that I have to eat, drink yeah. my green juice every morning, you know, or my celery juice or whatever." Mm -hmm. You know, you read all these different things, but mm -hmm. if you feel the resistance to mm -hmm. the celery juice, maybe it's not the right choice for you. That's no, just a little a completely different topic, but it's very, very powerful, human design. And really, I can tell uh, yeah. everybody who's now listening, take the chance to talk with Linda. She's great, and uh, it will really open a completely new world, mm -hmm. I would say. At least that's Do you have we have one last sentence to say, share, it... one last sentence to share with our uh, uh... listeners before we end the episode? Yeah, I just want to say that Yeah, with the human design, you will, at least it was like that for me, you will probably, like what I like about human design is that most of the time it's just putting words on things that we already felt about us, but somehow we didn't allow ourselves allow you know, to believe yeah. it or to, yes, or to trust it. And that's just what I like is that it's, it's putting words on things probably already know about yourself and then it will just give your permission slip so yeah just know with which tool you need to do that but just give yourself permission to be who you are i love this sentence putting words on things you already felt you already i have to write yeah. it down sorry <laughs> it's so powerful <laughs> yeah yeah great thank you linda and yeah thank yes. you so much And uh, yeah, stay tuned listeners, for our next episode, uh, which I will share very soon the topic. And thanks for listening in and have a great day or uh, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> Bye, Linda. <laughs> Bye.
Thank you, Sarah.